feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid, nothing can come between us. Breaking news, WABC. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, news coming out of WABC because we are getting word that the New York preparations are underway for potentially President Trump to be indicted next week. Big deal, you guys, because this would be the first former president in American history to be indicted, charged with a criminal offense. And there are big preparations being made. We know that federal and local law enforcement agencies like the Secret Service, the FBI, the NYPD, and others are making preparations should an indictment come as early as next week. A number of different news organizations reporting that a slew of sweeps have taken place That would always be the case if you're dealing with a high-profile person you go through. Obviously, you want to make sure security is tight regardless. Uh, But when you're dealing with somebody who is either a current or a former president or a really high-level VIP, they do what's called a sweep, and you check the area. You're checking for, uh, obviously, extra security precautions because of the intense publicity, because of the intense potential for threats. There are so many things, but now even Trump's attorney – is saying in the last few hours that an indictment of his client in the Stormy Daniels case, uh, this is not about uh, the Hunter Biden money or any of that stuff, which we're going to get into later on in the show. This is tied to the case that happened seven years ago when he was running for president in 2016 and the money that went, they claimed, for a business expense. And the Manhattan DA's office says it wasn't a business expense. It was something else. Technically, by the way, everybody, we've talked to so many people that I've talked to uh, all around the place. They basically said even liberal attorneys have said to me, this is like a low level misdemeanor at best, a low level misdemeanor. These are from attorneys who usually lean pretty far left and don't like Trump. But they say this looks like a stretch. But it doesn't mean that Alvin Bragg, the D.A., is not going to do it. And especially it is New York. He doesn't like President Trump. And you can bet they have been trying to find President Trump any which way but loose. And now they may even get a mugshot of the former president next week because that is what happens. What would normally happen in the process of something like this is they would do some negotiation with his attorney. His main attorney is Joe Tacopina, who I've known for probably about 30 years, I think. Um, and Joe is sort of the pit bull attorney there in New York City. He's representing the president in this case. And they would probably negotiate when he would have to come. He would have to appear. Uh, He would probably have to get fingerprinted, get a mugshot, all of those things. And what is pretty incredible is obviously there are serious preparations being made because they have apparently been going around the courthouse, checking the area there, doing sweeps right around Manhattan Criminal Court, which is where the president would have to appear if he were to be charged indeed in this probe. Now, the question is, why do you think they're doing it? I'll tell you why. Alvin Bragg can't stand Trump, and he would love that mugshot. And you can imagine, 
just to put that mugshot over and over and over again, just like even many of the Democrats in Congress, they probably knew some of the impeachment things weren't going to go anywhere, but they wanted to have that little asterisk next to Trump's name, impeached. Oh, impeached twice. Oh, okay. well, let's keep going. Oh, wait, we didn't get him there. Maybe a mugshot will embarrass him if he has to have like a prisoner number, whatever, sit in front of him. I mean, this is amazing. And to me, this is such political theater. And especially just looking at the law. This is, by most people's account, a mild misdemeanor at best. But under New York law, by the way, everybody, if you can attach another crime to it, then you could potentially make it a felony. And that could be potentially four years behind bars. I don't think necessarily anybody's going to find four years behind bars for any former president. That ain't going to happen, even in New York. But I don't put it past Alvin Bragg that he will try to, A, go after a misdemeanor, or B, try to inflate it to a felony, say that it was connected to campaign funds and somehow elevated to a felony, something that normally would never happen in this case. By the way, most times there would never be a charge in this case. We're talking about what, even if you believe what they say, now Trump's team says he is innocent, fully innocent, but even if you take the DA at his word, well, these uh, business accounts were not really for business. It was for hush money to Stormy Daniels. That's what he's alleging. Even if that's the case, anybody else probably would never be charged. It would not even be something that they would look at, but because the last name is Trump, boy, this is, to me, I just think, I agree with Trump. It looks like a witch hunt. It looks like it is totally out of control. It looks like it is totally politically motivated, and they are just trying to stop him any which way but loose. And what a coincidence that it comes after he was at CPAC. At CPAC, he's like, you know, if I get indicted, because I think he could read the tea leaves that they were calling in Michael Cohen, they were calling in Stormy Daniels, all these people. He's like, you know what? People won't tolerate it. And also, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going stronger. I'm fighting for you. That's what he said at the CPAC speech. And guess what? Then a few days later, the word comes that guess what? They're going for it. So Alvin Bragg is definitely somebody who is out for President Trump. And this is the same DA, everybody, the same DA who has been so soft on criminals. Let's think, okay, if you uh, repeat an offense, like you uh, push somebody on the subway, you do something else, Alvin Bragg will let you out. But if you misrepresented a business expense seven years ago, then you're a felon. You know, I mean, does that sound like fair justice to you? This is a bunch of hogwash. And I'm being nice because it's St. Patrick's Day. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. First off, here is President Trump just a little bit ago saying if he does indeed become the first president to be criminally charged in American history, guess what? People and many of his supporters will not be happy. If it happened, I think you'd have problems in this country, the likes of which perhaps we've never seen before. I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. What kind of problems, Mr. President? I think they'd have big problems, big problems. I just don't think they'd stand for it. They will not, they will not sit still and stand for this ultimate of hoaxes. What will be the reaction, guys, if he does indeed get indicted? And I like to bet, usually like maybe a dollar or two. I bet more. I bet I have won at Blackjack, by the way, a couple of times. But 
If I were a betting person, I would say he's probably going to be indicted. Just based on the pattern, I have covered so many cases through the years. You look at sort of the people close to him, Michael Cohen being the lead witness, Stormy Daniels obviously being a key witness. And you look at just the tea leaves. Now you hear from Joe Tacopina, who has come out and said it's, quote, becoming more probable. This is his attorney who usually is much more the other way and always saying, ah, it ain't going to happen or how dare they. He's definitely saying it's a witch hunt, but he is also saying realistically looking at where they are in the grand jury process and the fact that they pulled in these people, uh, it looks like an indictment may happen against the former president in a couple days. That to me is stunning. And it is stunning for so many reasons. It is shameful, I think, of Alvin Bragg to be playing politics when you are dealing with the average citizen, they never would even bother looking at this. This would be like, what are you kidding me? Alvin Bragg would be like, forget it. But suddenly the word Trump is there. And if he jaywalks, they would arrest him for a felony for jaywalking. I, I mean, this is the climate, sadly, we're in. And to me, this is the height of hypocrisy and the height of politics. And boy, what a sad place we're in. Because this comes at the same time. President Biden, remember, what about all the classified documents? All over the place. No problems there that it was maybe hanging out by his Corvette where Hunter Biden was. Boy, that's not a problem, right? And then the Hunter Biden stuff, which we're going to get into later on in the hour because there are some blockbusters developing for sure on that one. And you look at it, they are now looking at not one or two. They're looking at potentially six or seven Biden family members. So, and they're not just looking at like this was... Money to, you know, Stormy Daniels through this business thing, whatever, right, wherever it goes. This is, on the Hunter Biden case, we are talking tens, hundreds of millions of dollars. But the White House says, nothing to see there, nothing to see there. But Trump, jaywalking, let's go for it. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Rick, line five. Rick, your thoughts about it. It's time to call for protest against Alvin Bragg. I say we get 10,000 Trump supporters. We surround his house and we don't let him make it to work another day. So you think they should protest outside of Alvin Bragg's office and say what, uh, you know, equal justice uh, for everybody? That's right. We should traffic jam the street so he can't move. By the way, by the way, I dealt with traffic today in New York. I had St. Patrick's Day traffic. I was like, oh, my God, my like my I was like my eyes were going to pop out of their head dealing with the traffic. But that would be good for Bragg to experience what the average New Yorker experiences. That would be a nice thing. Um, You know, it's amazing, Rick. How much do you think politics is at play here? To me, here's a guy who, you know, I've, I've talked about it. How many times when we've looked at people, we've talked about cases that have happened all over the country. But especially if you look at New York with this guy, the Soros-backed DA who got a hundred, he got one million from George Soros. This guy, this guy is like an epitome of soft on crime DAs. He goes along with Gascon in Los Angeles. You also got, of course, Chesa Boudin, who thank goodness got the boot in San Francisco. You got Krasner in Philly, and this guy. Every time we see somebody who's been arrested, it's like, well. Bragg's office let him out uh, six months ago and then another time for it. Like, like this guy has been so soft on violent repeat offenders. And then now I find out they're spending millions of taxpayer dollars, too. 
This is taxpayer dollars. He has unlimited resources, basically. And I would love for him to be spending that on these people who are committing these horrible crimes in New York City. And yet he's using millions of taxpayer dollars. So there's a lot to protest about, Rick, uh, going after Trump. I mean, what a what a stilted justice system. I feel like we're living in, you know, we're living in Russia. I mean, this is like the Russian justice system or the Chinese justice system. This is not American justice, Rick. And can you believe these clowns are bragging that violent crime in prisons is down? Well, that's because you have all the violent criminals on the street, thanks to DAs like Alvin Bragg. Yeah, 1,000 percent. Rick, uh, very well said. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. They are preparing, doing security sweeps, expecting an indictment against former President Trump next week. Alvin Bragg, can't wait to get Trump. Guess what? If the name was Biden, it'd be like nothing to see there. No way. But because it's Trump, let's go for it. That's the motto of Alvin Bragg. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Stan and Teddy are happy tonight with this news, but I'm not sure if America should be happy. By the way, I love all your posts on social media. A couple of you have been writing in. Uh, Catherine writes, Rita Cosby, never rule out Trump. He doesn't have nine lives, but ten. He is a fighter. And keep those comments coming, going, everybody. It's at Rita Cosby. You can go to at 77 WABC Radio, also on Twitter. Send your comments in uh, because, boy, there may be a historic action taking place next week. And I don't think it's the right action that a former president, President Trump, could be indicted. And Alvin Bragg has had Trump in his sights. I bet at night he's like, Trump, 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 Trump. Just like Stan and Teddy. Everything is Trump, orange man, bad. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Teddy, actually. Line three. Ted, your thoughts. Oh, thank you for taking me early, Rita. Rita, first of all, I'd like to you uh, to ask you when you're going to apologize to, to Dr. Fauci, because in the headlines on the computer tonight, I saw... Evidence leads that the virus was caused by an animal. Strong evidence is leading that the virus was caused by an animal. All right, so Ted, 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 I don't want you to overheat on a Friday night. Okay, listen, first off, I know what the headline said, and I'm waiting for the FBI, and I'm also waiting for the CDC and a whole bunch of others. And let's see if they say it as definitively that indeed it's an animal as opposed to when the FBI director looked straight in the camera and said, it is very likely that it is a lab leak. There's okay. a lot of theories out there. So, by the way, if it turns out that that's the case, then then fair enough. But at this point, I ain't going to do it. So go ahead, Ted. You'll have to eat crow and tell the rest of your sycophants to eat crow also. Okay. Well, I can't tell them, but I'll try some crow. But go ahead. Okay, <laughs> getting back to Trump, I feel that he will be indicted, just like you do, and uh, like his attorney, Takapina. And I feel that they will find a jury... That will 100% indict Trump, 
Now the question is... But can I say one thing, Ted? I agree with you. You're, you're going to be shocked, but let me tell you why I agree with you. Because it's New York City. Because New York City juries, just like if you have a jury in Washington, D.C., guess what? You know, you put, okay, here's a ham sandwich, and they say, no, 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 this is a grilled cheese. Oh, well, if they say it's a grilled cheese and the last name is Trump, well, then we'll indict it. That's, that's the standard is my point, that they, they just hate Trump. And I think New York City, a New York City jury, you never know where they're going to go, Ted. Go ahead. Do you think he'll be indicted in Georgia for what he tried to do dealing with the, the election? I don't know, Ted. You may know better. Maybe you've got some inside skinny. You know, let's hear it. I think he will be indicted, and he should be indicted. Yeah, you know why, Cause, Ted? Because you just hate him. That's no, why. No, 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 Ted, you do. You clearly hate him. You clearly hate him, and you can't wait to see that mugshot. You're going to, like, put it up in, like, in your bedroom and in your kitchen, on your refrigerator. But go ahead. Rita, unlike you, I've agreed with you on numerous times about some of the left-wing Democrats. But you steadfastly continue to deny the right-wing nutjobs. And you can you rarely, if ever, condemn them. And if you do, Rita... Actually, Ted, actually, Ted, you need to take some of the wax out of your ear. Because last night, actually, I actually... I can't remember. It might have even been you who called. Because we had a lot of calls last night who asked me about the DeSantis. Actually, I think it was you, Ted. So I think you're having amnesia. Because you asked me specifically about DeSantis. And I didn't like when DeSantis said the whole Ukraine-Russia thing. Uh, basically said, you know, it's a territorial, we don't have an interest in there. I think some of that was misconstrued the way it came out, but I don't like the point. And I took, I, I brought that up, Ted. I'm, I've always been forthright with you guys. Um, so, so no, you got to agree with me, Ted, on that one. You, you are the one who brought it up, if I recall. And I said, yeah, I agreed with you that I, I wasn't comfortable with that. Go ahead. The difference is, Rita, for the, with the Democrats, you say it's outrageous. Why don't you use Because guess what? Because guess, guess what? Because guess, guess what? Somebody about to be indicted and who is the former president of the United States. For some reason, Ted, I think that might be a little more serious than DeSantis sending in an email to Tucker Carlson. But call me crazy, Ted, although I think you are. But you know what? Ted, go ahead and tell me what your point is, why you think that he deserves to be indicted in this case. Start, you know, just stay focused. Because he used, he used funds to pay off uh, Stormy, whatever the heck her name is, to pay off so that she would shut up. All right, so let me just say one thing, Ted. It, if it were you, and if it were you who paid this off, you would never be called in by Alvin Bragg. Not in a million years. I'm 1,000% sure of it. But because it's Trump. So do you think that's fair justice in America, Ted? I'm not going to judge Alvin Bragg. Oh, Ted, Ted, look at you. I knew, I knew. Oh, now I'm not going to judge Alvin Bragg. Wow, Ted. You, you, you know, you boy, you were like, oh, well, no, Alvin Bragg, I'm not going to say anything. Because guess what, Ted? You know the answer. And I do, too. And we all do. Because if it were you, nothing would happen. And that should be the standard for everybody. And if it were the other way around, I would not like President Biden to be called on the carpet on paying a payment back in 2016 if it turns out it was something personal. 
It's different. And by the way, later on in the show, we're going to talk about Hunter Biden because there's a lot of money there. We're talking tens of millions and in some cases, hundreds of millions of dollars from different companies. One is a $3 million deal from a Chinese company, and it went to all these Biden family members. Uh, But nothing to see there, Ted. Nothing to see there. Uh, Let's go to Norm real quick. Norm, line two, your thoughts, my friend. Oh, I'm sorry. It's real quick because, uh, okay, so I I don't appreciate it when callers are nasty to you. And... uh, we all have to strive to be gent- little gentlemen and ladies, and I really don't appreciate. Um, You'll defend my honor, man. Norm. Will you defend my honor, Norm? Yeah, I'm defending your honor. I You're just, a sweetheart. I, 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 listen, my advice to the previous caller is, uh, you know, why don't you call WBAI, you know? See how nice they are, you know, the libs to you. Ah, Norm, Norm, do me a favor, because I love you, and you're defending my honor. I'm going to have you hold over, and we're going to talk with you after the break. Do you mind staying on for a little bit, Norm? Yes, ma'am. Perfect. I love you, Norm, and don't worry. Teddy, Teddy's a little teddy bear underneath. We're going to continue the calls after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents... Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the show, where we get to honor our great men and women in law enforcement, a powerful story coming from Mount Washington, Massachusetts, where two hikers, age 47 and 53, who got lost in the woods during Tuesday's massive winter storm, were rescued following an hours long search by a six person team led by the Massachusetts State Police Troopers after the hikers were stranded overnight. Well, the two hikers had gone on a hike on the trail in Mount Washington State Forest in the southern Berkshires near the New York and Connecticut lines when they got lost and could no longer see the trail markings because of the very bad weather and increasing darkness in order to make their way back to the cabin at the mountain peak where they were supposed to be staying. They were unable to retrace their steps back because heavy falling snow had filled their tracks. And they estimated that they were about two miles at least into the forest. Wow. Authorities told the hikers to stay there until they assembled a group, a search and rescue team equipped with snowmobiles. Well, because of the two foot deep snow they were unable to drive onto the trail so police shortly after midnight the rescue team elected to leave their snowmobiles behind and they began a two-mile trek into the forest to the hikers location after making their way through the massive winter storm conditions for over two hours in freezing weather the search team led by the state police troopers of Massachusetts were able to locate the hikers around 2.30 in the morning. The two men were suffering from great fatigue, frostbite, and a lot more uh, were taken to the hospital and are expected to make a full recovery. What an amazing, dramatic rescue. And bravo to our great men and women in blue who do so much and often do dramatic rescues in all sorts of temperatures to save our lives. Well, we know that law enforcement right now is gearing up because they are clearly getting a heads up and reading the tea leaves, as all of us are, uh, that Alvin Bragg, the New York district attorney, one of the softest on crime district attorneys in the country, like George Gascon and some others, 
well, he doesn't want to go after hardened criminals, but Donald Trump, he'll get him for jaywalking. And Donald Trump may get charged with a misdemeanor or potentially even a felony, uh, which is pretty serious stuff regardless, because, again, he is a former president. He is a current presidential candidate. He may be the future president. And Donald Trump has said no matter what happens, he is full steam ahead. And his attorneys have been coming out saying it is a witch hunt. Here is a statement, by the way, from one of his attorneys just a little bit ago saying that Donald Trump is 100 percent innocent. He did nothing wrong. Even the biggest, most radical left Democrats are making that clear. And yet, if you look at the tea leaves and the fact that security with local and federal authorities, because both of them would be involved, be a lot of security, because you can imagine not just getting the president from Mar-a-Lago, where he is right now, he's in Florida, so they would have to make arrangements. They would have to say, okay, you're going to be indicted. He would have to appear. He would probably be try to get snuck in by like a side door. Who knows? Maybe Trump, he'd walk right through the front door. You know, Trump might be going there waving, taking pictures with everybody, with his fans. You know, who knows? Uh, but there will also be a lot of protests, too. And that's why uh, as soon as the word gets out. By the way, isn't it interesting that with all the grand jury stuff, grand juries are supposed to be secret. Normally, you're not even supposed to even know that somebody testified before the grand jury. Normally, you're not supposed to know any of these details. And isn't it interesting, as we're talking about all the stuff with Joe Biden, remember all the classified documents that were suddenly discovered? Well, we didn't know about them prior to the recent election. We found out about them like two months later. There was no leak there. No leak for two months that there were classified documents that he misplaced all over the place, including in a garage and at the Penn Biden Center and elsewhere. No leaks on that one. Yet anything tied to Trump whether it's grand jury related or security related. It's like, remember the swarm of the police at Mar-a-Lago? Guns blazing. It was a little different than the way they've handled Biden. And you can bet if this was a, the shoe was on the other foot and it was a grand jury looking into Biden, we'd probably not know about it. It'd be like, oh, he was indicted two years ago. That's basically what it would be. But here it's like, hey, heads up, everybody. Show up at uh, dawn. And that's why I say to you, that I think that there will be massive protests, there'll be massive media. And right now, if you're reading the tea leaves, it looks like it is probably going to happen, potentially, within a matter of days. They usually don't do these kind of security sweeps, these security preps. It involves the FBI, it involves the Secret Service, it certainly involves the NYPD, and there would be some negotiating uh, a set time. Uh, although, you never know with Bragg, maybe he'd show up at uh, the Mar-a-Lago and try to put cuffs on Trump the way they've been handling it for a misdemeanor. Hey, you jaywalk, we're busting you, you know, three years in prison, you know. But in this case, normally what would happen with a high-profile person, and I would assume in this case, too, despite how much he seems to go after Trump every which way but loose, they would probably negotiate with his attorney. They'd have to figure out how is Trump going to get there from Mar-a-Lago to New York, Also make all these different preparations. What time, what entrance is he walking in? Have security with him. No, you know, he's got Secret Service with him, too, because he's a former president. He has that 24-7 anyway. But he would be coordinating with them, with Secret Service on this end. And they would have to figure out what time he's coming. Will he be booked? Obviously, he would if there's a crime. Fingerprinted. Photos. I mean, just think about all the stuff appear in court. Now, the word is, by the way, that Trump's team is signaling that he will appear before the court. Isn't this interesting? They are saying that he would appear before the court. 
that he's not going to like, you know, run away and hide if for some reason they do come and say, hey, you are charged. Not that he would have a choice, but that apparently he really feels this is a huge miscarriage of justice. And basically his attitude is bring it on. This may embolden Trump. I'm telling you, people looking at it. I know a lot of people who like didn't vote for Trump, didn't like Trump, can't stand Trump, but they feel like this is over the top. And to see a former president when there's a lot of money with Hunter Biden, boy, this looks awfully political. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Dom, line eight in Minnesota. Dom, your thoughts. This is outrageous. I think it's I think it's disgusting. Rita, you are living proof that the universe will always do right by you if you're guided by Jiminy Cricket. And which said, let your conscience be your guide. And you're doing a fantastic job of it. Unfortunately, our fantastic First Amendment guarantees hate speech, which is what makes people like you the true protectors and pillars of the First Amendment. I got to salute you. So, you know, thank you, my friend. And by the way, and I and I mean this, Dom, you know, that if if this the shoe were on the other foot and the last name was Biden, you know, or Obama or, or, or Clinton, whatever the case for something, as we are hearing the facts here. This is ridiculous. I mean, it really is. It is. This is not what justice is about. Justice is supposed to be colorblind. Uh, Lady justice is supposed to be fair to everybody. And this to me just looks so shamelessly political by a D.A. who, you know, if you're a criminal, you get a slap on the wrist. But if you're Trump, uh, throw the book at him and let's escalate it. I mean, there's 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 a problem, Dom. Yeah. So was that the last gentleman that called? Was it Norm that in support of your. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, it is. So this is what I want to tell you. If you are patient for every Stan and Teddy, the universe will serve up a Dom and an arm. So it'll it'll even out in the end. (laughs) That's right. The the karma comes back. Good karma always comes back. You you got it. So full disclosure to everyone listening, I am a proud right-wing nut job, and I'm proud of it. (laughs) I'm glad you cleared that up, Dom. I'm glad you cleared that up. You know. but you know what? You are you are a sane, reasonable person, Dom. And and that's yeah. that's the problem that that in any other circumstance, in any other world, I would say, you gotta be kidding me. They would never charge a former president. Forget if it's a, a Republican, Democrat, independent, anything. I would go, There's yeah. no way. You're not gonna do it. And and no way would they be a indicted, and no way would they bring it before a grand jury. No I would go, No, no, it ain't gonna happen. But but now we're living in alternate universe. We're living in orange man bad universe where everything is bad, bad, bad because it's Trump, Trump, Trump. And I wouldn't I, I actually think he's going to be indicted. I wouldn't be surprised they bring it before a grand jury. We may end up at a trial. I mean, can you imagine in the middle of a presidential season where we have, and the debates are coming up this summer, the primary debates. He is the leading contender by far. New poll that just came out a couple hours ago from Quinnipiac shows he is like so far ahead of DeSantis right now in this poll, at least, and in a number of others, too. Um, so we're going to have the leading candidate for president who may be the next president in trial fighting either a misdemeanor or a felony. Uh, it, it's like it's like it, it is truly like another world. It's like a circus. It is it is an unbelievable scenario, and it's historic, Dom. And shame yeah, on and this think, DA. Shame on him. Yeah, yeah. I think it's not in the middle of a presidential crisis, uh, a presidential season. It is because of the presidential season because they're scared like heck of him. I think you know if you look at the 
Russian secret police, I think the guy that led that, Lavrenti Berea, he said, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. So Alan Brad is probably running for a White House dog trainer to keep Biden's dog major from attacking random people of the Secret Service. That's his first step. <laughs> yeah, but, you so, know, and, and by the way, if the dog were to attack somebody, uh, he would get an extra biscuit if Alvin Bragg was in it. charge of him. <laughs> you got it. But, Rita, I want to say a last word. I think you are fantastic in terms of the way you protect the First Amendment. Heads off to you. I hope you have the patience to keep keep on doing this one because I, the fact that you're allowing people like Stan, I'm not nothing against him, but he has his free rights to speak. And and, uh, and Teddy to speak on your show, and you're having such a calm demeanor. Hats off to you. You're an angel. Thank you, Dom. I love you. And and you know what? I love I love hearing from everybody. That's America. You know, I've always said. I said the first day on the show uh, when we launched it a couple of years ago. You will not be canceled on my show because it's America. I want everybody to speak. Uh, and if I don't agree with you, I'll tell you. But I want to hear from you. And I love hearing from everybody. Dom, you're terrific. Let's go back to Norm because you've been so patient, my friend. Go ahead, Norm. Yes, Rita. Yes. Uh, uh, listen, uh, to, uh, today, these, this news is definitely upsetting. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It, it is upsetting to hear this stuff. But uh, if I could just tell you about my experience today. I went to a Trump rally today in front of Trump Tower. Oh, yeah. How did uh, that go? We had around 40 people. It was kind of an impromptu thing the last few days. It wasn't really advertised for very long. And uh, all I can say is, you know, we were out there with our, our flags and our MAGA hats and all that. And uh, all I could say is uh, very little negative very little negative. I mean, there were definitely some people who, who put their thumbs down and uh, very few. Uh, I mean, the cops and the firemen that passed in front of us, they were, many of them were clapping us, coming over, shaking hands. I mean, it was it, it was a love fest. OK, so, you know, while while um, Adams might might have an issue with Trump, uh, it seems like his many, many officers um, absolutely disagree. Um, and, uh, yeah, we were, you know, we booed him. We booed uh, Tish James. We booed, I think Hochul was there, but I don't think she came out of her SUV. Oh, wait, wait. So let me, <laughs> hey, let me ask you, Norm. So they did, they, they went by you? They, you saw yeah, Bragg? Right in front of me. Okay. And, and what did Bragg do when you booed him? No, no, no. Brag, we didn't see, but Tish James were there. We were booing like crazy. Uh, she she looked the other way, and uh, she looked the other way. But we we booed the hell out of her. I mean, it was a lot of booing of her. Now let me ask uh, you, Norm, mostly... if if there if this indictment does happen, um, which it right. looks like it's headed, to, you know, because law enforcement doing the sweeps, but but okay. if if it, if it happens. Um, do you believe there'll be a lot of protests like that? Yeah, uh, I do believe there'll be. A, I, I hope that's the tipping point. I hope, er, I, honestly, I hope every day will be a January 6th. Honestly, I, 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 I hope that this will finally, you know, <laughs> you know, get people to just wake up. You know, for three years, I've been protesting, uh, my God, every day. I mean, I have two, three protests a week, uh, you know, and I mean, I'm going on Sunday to the drag queen story hour protest. I mean, every, every, you know, and we need more people. When I hear about, when I hear Rick say, oh, yeah, we need 10,000 people, 10, it's, it's very difficult to get that many people out there. It really is. I mean, look, uh, to get 100 people is is really really difficult. What would I ask? What would I ask Rick or anybody who says that? Have you gone to a rally? 
because they exist out there. Well, Norm, I, listen, know, I, Norm, I, I mean, you, Norm, you may have a lot of company uh, out there protesting if indeed this indictment happens. Like you just said, that may be the tipping point and people uh, may get out there and be just so stunned uh, that Alvin Bragg would do this at this time with taxpayer money and with all the problems that like New York has with crime and so many other issues. I mean, crime is skyrocketing in New York. Everybody there, you know, there uh, there is 484,000 people have left New York uh, in two years because they can't stand the crime. The conditions are just not good. Um, They're driving people away and the headlines are driving a lot of people away. A lot of people aren't coming here also, by the way, to visit because, you know, they they see the headlines. They don't want to go. They're like, oh, they'll go to New York or go to uh you know, Wilmington, go to Wilmington, whatever it is, you know, just uh, make sure you check out the Corvette in uh, Biden's garage. But other than that, they're scared. And that's where Alvin Bragg should be facing his, you know, using his time and using his efforts and using taxpayer money as opposed to this. And you might see a lot of people come out because it is it is shocking and it may happen again as early as next week. Norm, I love you. Thank you for your patience. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. Do you think an indictment's coming? And do you agree with me that this is a bunch of politics and it is stunning that they would do this to a former president of the United States? It's the Rita Cosby Show. There's a lot of security in the air, not just 24 karat in the air. There may be cufflinks and cuffs in the air based on some of these stories that we're hearing that preps are being made for a potential Trump indictment. And get this in just a matter of days. 1-800-848-9222. Is this a miscarriage of justice? I say yes. This is is deplorable. This is not what justice should be used for. This is not the focus of a DA's office who is soft on crime, but heavy on Trump. And this to me sends a disastrous signal about the politicization of our law enforcement on so many levels. We've heard about it with, you know, FBI. We've heard about it with the Secret Service. Um, and now to hear about how much it is taking place, I believe, in the New York DA's office, this to me sets a really dangerous precedent. one 800 Let's go to Robert in Philly, line two. Robert, your thoughts. Hi, it's nice to talk to you, Rita. Uh, I, for one, I'm kind of, I hope they do indict him because like everything else, and this is why I think people need to calm down a little bit. Everything else that Democrats have done have blown up in their face and like this will, okay, and they're cementing their chapter in history as weaponizing the government against political opposition, and it's going to make Trump stronger. And I think that we have to look at another aspect of this in that the Democratic Party is not just a socialist party. They're basically a wing of the global socialist movement. Take a look. What did they do to Boris Johnson? What did they try to do to Benjamin Netanyahu? What did they do to Abe in Japan? Do you see a pattern here? Yeah, and no, I hear who- where you're going. Absolutely. But where do you think you think that it will uh, backfire? Because this would be 
what why I keep bringing up the historic, the fact I, I if someone had said to me a year ago, a former president of the United States would be indicted, I would go, what are you kidding me? You know, I mean, or even, you know, two years ago, it'd be unfathomable. Um, but now in the age of Trump and just the vitriol against him, it's not. So do you believe it will help him ultimately? Two years ago, you never heard of a president getting impeached twice. Two years ago, you never heard of a president getting impeached after he leaves office. The Democrats are doing all these vile, unprecedented things, so I'm not surprised that they're doing this. But just like everything else, it's going to blow up in their face. And Teddy and Stan will be like Linus out there waiting for the great orange pumpkin yet again, and they're going to be disappointed, and that's fine. But this plays well for Trump, well politically. It might even get DeSantis to think twice about running again. And I'll leave it at that. You have a great weekend, Rita. Great points, Robert. Really great points. Let's go to Stan, actually, because you mentioned him. Stan in Forest Hill. Stan, your thoughts. I want to first say I had an Irish whiskey today and a Polish uh, vodka. And the combination of that is worse than fentanyl. I'll tell you. Yeah, I was going to say, Stan, the the Polish vodka alone is really strong. You don't need to mix it. (laughs) I'm telling you, the explosion. I said, whoa. And then I heard about this. But uh, let me tell you something. I don't agree with Teddy. Oh, you don't? Okay. So what do you think, Stan? Let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. I've told you before, I think this is small potatoes because I – if they're going to turn the key on him, it'll be for the election and in Georgia and so forth. Here's the other thing. If I'm this guy's attorney, and I'm not, I wouldn't want to be Trump's attorney, I'd think, I, I think he could get change of venue in 10 seconds because I don't think he'll get – as far as I – I believe he'd get a fair trial. But if I'm Trump, I don't want to be tried in New York City. No way, no how. Well, the, so, well, the issue with Stan, usually when you get a pre-trial change, by the way, yeah. is usually based on pre-trial publicity. Well, you could say, there. you know that. Well, that's exactly my point. That but I, he may, no, no. My reason is I don't think he would be able to get a change of venue because everybody knows the story. So it's different if it, like, oh, in the small town, everybody heard about it, and he can't get a fair trial because a neighbor knows him or somebody knows him because it's Trump and because of the publicity. There's going to be pre-trial publicity in every city in America. So, you know, he could try. Maybe they will try. And maybe there's some other grounds. But normally that is the grounds for change. So I think he's going to have a hard time doing it. And he may just say, hey, bring it on. I'm going to walk through New York uh, every single day and just say this is outrageous. You know, he may say it's great. The media's here. Uh, you knowing Trump, he'll spin this. He'll put it in a campaign ad. They're after me. They're this. They're this. Is this America you want to live in? I can see the ad, Stan. What do you think? Here's where I disagree with you very hard. Uh, let me say this, and, and you should even be on Anybody can be indicted. Don't tell me an ex-president cannot be indicted. No, I'm not okay? saying that. I'm not saying what oh, I am you saying. You are saying no, that. No, no, oh, what, no. You are saying no, what that. I am saying is that, that the standard if you're going to go after an ex-president, well, especially – in, hang on. In a presidential yeah. season, you better have your your eyes dotted well, and it. your T's crossed. I, and, I, and don't treat a former president uh, much more severe than you do an average citizen, and that's what's happening, Stan. Here's the question. And this, I'm asking the same question. Uh, oh, you're going to music. You want me to, go, you want me to wait or it's up to you? Stan, if you want to wait, because I love you and it's Friday and because you had the Polish drink and the other drink combined – I'll have you wait. (laughs) Stan, you hang on. Everybody hang on. We're going to continue your calls on this blockbuster news that it looks like an indictment against the former president could happen any day. And by the way, 
this ain't justice. It wouldn't happen to you or me. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Well, the walls may be closing in on Hunter Biden, and maybe that's why the Democrats are trying to go after Trump so bad. And Joe Biden is shaking hands in the air. You know, doesn't know which way is stage right, stage left. Do I sit here? Oh, that's right. I'm the president. Forgive me. That's a typical day at the White House. And now things are getting really heated. By the way, many of you know that on WABC, uh, which is our home station, as you know, John Katzmatidis and I host a great show. We've been hosting it uh, for the last few weeks. I love it. I'm so honored to be with them. Katz and Cosby, 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also stream it on WABCRadio.com. And John had a little tip. It was kind of interesting that he talked about earlier, saying that he heard that Hunter Biden might be hiding out at the White House in order to avoid a subpoena because things are really heating up. Against Hunter Biden. John always gets all this great inside scoop and he's always right. It always turns out to be true. A little birdie tells him. And so John was saying that he's been basically holed up there so someone can't process him with a subpoena. And there could be a lot to subpoena him for because now all these bank records are coming out that really show some very questionable money transfers that we know that there were close to 200 of these transactions that were flagged by the Treasury Department. The Republicans have been trying to get it. They didn't have access to be able to do it until they took over the House, which has only been, you know, less than two months. So in this time, they basically, a little over two months, since they took over, that's when they've had the subpoena power. So they finally put pressure on the Treasury. The Treasury finally gave them information about these different disclosures and where some of these flags were. And that's like, okay, you get it from a rogue country. And suddenly money comes in, then it goes to a shell company or somewhere else and ultimately gets distributed. And one of the things that James Comer came out with a little bit ago that was stunning was basically that this it's about a two to three million dollar deal that came in and it was distributed to some to Hunter Biden, some to Jim Biden, who's the younger brother of the father of uh, Joe Biden, rather the president. And then the other went to Hallie, who is the daughter in law of President Biden, also the girlfriend of Hunter and the ex-wife of Bo. I mean, this is, can't make this up. But anyway, what was money going to Hallie? What was money going to Hunter? What was money going to Jim? And then they found something interesting. This just came out a few hours ago, and this could be blockbuster next week. James Comer came out, the congressman who's head of the oversight committee, and said that there's a fourth name where money went to. And all it says is Biden. On the account. And that's highly unusual. Why would a bank transfer not have a first name? Isn't that bizarre? Like, the, the you know, the other one's the first name, last name. If you go to a bank, they're going to ask for everything. It just says Biden. And he thinks by early next week, he's going to find out who that Biden is. And remember, President Biden has denied ever knowing the business partners, ever knowing anything. This is money that came from a Chinese energy company. China is our adversary. You hear about it. Look what they're doing, trying to infiltrate us with technology, uh, with the oil and gas industry. It is all over the place. So we're talking about millions of dollars just on that one deal. And apparently there are dozens or more deals just like that. 
So the question is, where did they go? Where did the money distribute? Uh, who got it? Who is Biden? Is that potentially the president? Is that the big guy? Uh, could the chips start really falling? And no wonder Hunter might be holed up at the White House trying to avoid a uh, subpoena because that could be coming soon. And here is Miranda Devine, who, of course, blew the lid on the whole Hunter Biden laptop story. And this is what she says about just even these latest revelations that have come out in the last few hours. He said a dozen money trails that they're after and money going from the CCP to Biden family members. Um, That's bad. You know, China is our adversary. The the president, um, we have to ask, has he been compromised by all these millions of dollars that have come to his family? And that is a huge issue. And then here is James Comer, again, who's leading the House Oversight Committee. This is what he's been able to uncover so far about if there's been any reputable business from these deals. Well, we want to know exactly what the money was for. Uh, You heard that statement. Uh, We don't find any evidence where they ever took the money and and invested it in a company. Uh, People always talk about, well, Hunter Biden had legitimate business dealings with, with China. What were those business dealings? All we find are payments from from the CCP uh, to shell companies then funneled back into the Biden family. We don't see any business. And what we've been told from people that were in this circle is that the business was the Bidens were basically influence peddling. They were promising to help China open doors in, in the United States, help them navigate the bureaucracy to where they could start buying ownership into the American energy companies and buying things like American farmland, something that every American is opposed to. So let me get this straight. In the middle of all this, they're looking into enormous money deals. Hunter Biden, who is a terrible artist, sells those paintings, some of them for half a million dollars, there's been reports. I mean, I could get a second grader off the street and what? maybe I'd get more than five. They'd probably do a better job than some of the paintings that we've seen. So they're trying to find out who was buying the paintings for that kind of money. Were they trying to get access the other thing that Hunt, that uh, Comer came out with a couple hours ago, this was blockbuster. He came out and basically said not only were some of these deals that he's investigating, he and his team, through these transactions that they just got access to in the last few days, that some of them were happening, of course, after Biden left the office, like right away. Like maybe he was trying to lay the groundwork, thinking he's not going to run for president um, and maybe like trying to lay out, you know, a future for him and his family. And who knows if he's compromised or not. You know, that's where they're investigating. But what he said he's determined now is that some of these deals happened when he was vice president. So that's really interesting because then he's directly engaged with policy with China, with Ukraine, with Russia, all these places. So was there a deal? Was there something sold for money? That's what they're looking at. And this is big stuff. I mean, we had the other night, who was it, Michael Waltz, who basically said it could be potentially, quote, treasonous. So you look at that kind of word. If you're selling out your country to do some sort of deal with China and you are expecting something in return, that's a huge deal. And look how far they've been talking about the Hunter Biden laptop forever. Oh, with nothing to see there, nothing to do there, nothing to go there. And by the way, today, Hunter Biden went on the offense. He is suing the computer repair shop owner. Remember that guy who had the laptop and the guy with a funny hat on? He looks like he's from Scotland. I don't even know where he's from. But anyway, he looks like it with a little pom-pom on the top. Anyway, he basically said that he was smeared by Hunter Biden because Hunter Biden said, oh, that guy's this, he's that. 
He says, listen, I had access to the computer because you left the laptop. You went in for a repair. It says, like, if you leave the property there after whatever it is, 30 or 60 days, it belongs to the store. Hunter never went and picked it up. So today his attorneys are saying you invaded Hunter's privacy, but they're still not conceding it's his laptop. Uh, Try to figure that one out. And in fact, this is really interesting because I want to play Jonathan Turley. This is cut 15. Uh, This is Jonathan Turley, who is a constitutional scholar. This is his analogy of what I just said, because they're going after now for, quote, invasion of privacy. Remember this, not saying it's his laptop, but basically saying you revealed all this personal stuff about him in the laptop. I mean, this is like trying to talk about threading the needle. Listen to Jonathan Turley's assessment. Well, it's like Alice in Wonderland. It gets curiouser and curiouser because this this is one of the weirdest filings I have read in some time because he's telling the court this may or may not be my laptop and these files may or may not be my files, but I'm egregiously injured by the invasion of my privacy. It's very hard to follow this chain of logic in this filing in the absence of saying, yes, I dropped off the laptop, did not pick it up, uh, and it contains authentic emails. So they're trying very hard to make out a case without the, the key elements, in my view. I mean, this is like complaining that someone may or may not have stolen my car. You know, the police will usually say, well, could you pin that one down a bit? You know, yeah. uh, it, it, is your car missing? And it's, that's what is so weird about this. That's a great analogy. Someone may or may not have stolen my car or they stole my car seat uh, they stole my interior, everything in the car. They ripped it out of the car. But, oh, I'm not sure if it's my car. <laughs> I mean, that is the craziest thing, but that is how crazy this is. And, again, word that Hunter may be holed up. There's some reports. Maybe he might be holed up at the White House. We know that they're trying to find out the big money trail. And this is huge money. And then, case in point, let's also compare that to what's happening to President Trump. They are now, according to reports... There are New York law enforcement of all different levels, federal and local, beefing up for what looks like an indictment of President Trump next week for a business payment. It was $130,000 that somehow ended up again through business to Stormy Daniels, and it was from 2016. And they're not saying it influenced his policy. You know, what was he uh, having some regulation over the porn industry at the time? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go back to Stan. Stan, you've been so patient. Go ahead, my friend. I slept. I woke up. I slept. I woke up. You know why? You know why you did? Because you drank. What did you drink? That Irish Irish whiskey whiskey and the Polish Polish vodka. vodka. Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. (laughs) That's a nuclear bomb. Forget about Russia. We got it. That's that's called an I I whiskey. Oh man. (laughs) I, I tried to say. Rita Cosby couldn't get it out of my mouth at that time, but there it is. Anyway, but, but you could say Trump, 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 because you do well, say that every let, night. Let me say two two major points. Uh, anybody can be indicted. The president can be indicted. He's no different than anybody else, and that's the way it is. Whether they uh, do anything with it, that's another. Here's the thing. What does – brag to do this, okay – what did the grand jury uh, got in additional information from uh, the attorney, Co- Mark Cohen? Is that right, Mark Cohen? What did he tell Michael the, Cohen. Yeah, Michael, Michael Cohen. What did he – I mean, is there more that we don't know? I don't know. But uh, for them to him to do this 
and to put himself under the microscope this way, going to be, he has to have more than the normal situation. I don't know. But to go through this, I, again, hey, I'd like to see him being indicted and put the key on him for jail, but not for this, for the federal stuff. Yeah, you, you'd like it because you hate him, Trump. But, uh, hey, you know, you obviously hate he's Trump. He's so damn good, plain English. See, I knew it, Stan, but that's hey. not a reason. By the way, hey, he's justice, so damn good because justice, what he's done. justice, hang on, Stan, justice is supposed to be blind. And even if you hate somebody, that's the, that, that is even more reason why they should be protected and it should be fair. And that's where I have a problem, Stan, that this is not something, a case that they would bring against Stan. They wouldn't bring it against you. They wouldn't bring it against Teddy. They wouldn't bring it against anybody. But because it's Trump, they're going for it. Real quick, Stan. They'd go after me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, after all that booze, they might, Stan. Stan, Absolutely. I love you. Happy, happy, happy St. Holiday. Patrick's Day. Happy holiday. Thank you, my friend. We're going to continue your calls after the break, everybody. one 800 848 Nine two two two. Now Stan can relax with a little bit of shamrocks. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Well, you can bet there's probably some dirty laundry coming out on Alvin Bragg because Trump's team says they are going to verbal war against him. And guess what? They are going to find every which way but loose. They are outraged at what looks like an impending indictment against the former president as early as next week. And you can bet if there's any dirty laundry in Alvin Bragg's background, it's coming out. It's going to come out wide and far. And believe me, they are going to go after his integrity, after the integrity of the investigation. And they are, looks like, expecting what it looks like law enforcement is expecting the first indictment of a former president in American history. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Tony on line three. Tony, your thoughts about all this. This is, this is really a, to me, it's a sad moment. It's a stunning moment. And I think it's a disgrace. So hi, Rita. You know, I have three, three thoughts about it. Historically, this has never happened before. And and anyone who knows history knows that. And so for this to happen, it will be a, a game changer for anyone running for public office, running for government, um, especially president. So the whole political world is going to change. I agree. But this is, to me, so much like a, a part two of January 6th, because there's just so much residue out there. And I think for many of us who do not do the, um, you know, go out and and um, go and go and protest thing, we're not all protesters. I can say there are things we can do. One of the people that I hold responsible for this especially, you didn't mention him, was one of the Supreme Court justices of the United States, because I've been just thinking about the whole thing. Yeah, no, why? Tell me if you could real quick, Tony, why? Because he is the Supreme Court Justice of the United States. He's in charge of all our court systems. And even when President Nixon was being indicted and whatever they did with him and they made sure they got the impeachment over with 
all the justices. It wasn't at the top level. They did what they had to do. And so they are the ones who can who can say, you know what, our court system isn't designed for this. He's a former president. We're not we're not going to do it that way. Actually, they can't. You know, it's interesting, um, you know, just because they're at the top of the, the poll, they can't. When they could do it is say some indictment happens and say they find like the Trump team says there's some sort of civil liberties case or some case that spins off of it. Then they could bring it before the Supreme Court. It may end up at the Supreme Court, who knows, on appeals and everything else. Uh, but it doesn't automatically start at the Supreme Court. You kind of go low and then you work your way up. And it's not even at that level yet. Um, and they're probably not even talking to anybody at the Supreme Court. What they are, though, Tony, is probably talking to the DOJ, the Department of Justice. You can bet that Merrick Garland and those guys have had conversations because, in fact, Merrick Garland sent like some of his like right hand man to go to the DA's office in New York and work with Alvin Bragg. Um, so there's definitely communication. But but it, at this point, the Supreme Court is totally out of it. And until they get pulled in where it's a, uh, at that level, after many years, would it be potentially where this case could come up to them? Maybe it could get rushed because it's a former president, but it would take a long time. And uh, in the meantime, I just think we're going to see a lot of back and forth in court. This may be one of the wildest cases we have ever seen. And as you point out, it is historic. And uh, and you're right. I think it's a game changer. You know what I just read, too, Tony, that on January 6th, you know, they've they've already gone after about a thousand people. They're going to go after, they said, anywhere from 700 to 1,200 more. Like, they're not done. And that shaman guy who we saw in the video that was kind of being led around and praying for police officers, he's rotting in a jail cell for four years. So, like, if you were a garbage man and you drove by the Capitol on January 6th, you're probably getting called in. I mean, it, it is the craziest thing how just the far the tentacles are going tied to January 6th. And the politicization, just as you're suggesting, is stunning. And I do think, to your point, it is a game changer. I think it has politicized the process. Already impeachment, I think, has been cheapened by what they did against President Trump. Now it's like impeach, impeach, impeach. I mean, that was like an unheard of word, you know, many years ago. It was like a huge step. And I think if they do this, uh, it has really crossed the line and changed justice forever in America. Let's go to Robert, line two. Robert, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. I've got a couple of things. Objective analysis. No civil settlement with a non-disclosure agreement has ever been called hush money, a bribe, or anything else illegal. No campaign funds were used either. But they're going to try to find it, Robert. That's the point. I think you hit it on the head. Great point, Robert. Uh, Let's real quick go to Juliana, line seven. Juliana, your thoughts. Hey, Juliana, you there? Call us back. I hear you in the background. Let's go to BJ, line five. BJ, your thoughts. So uh, Alvin Bragg just made Donald Trump a superhero, uh, and now he'll be unstoppable for the 2024 election. Look at what's being done. He's potentially being indicted for uh, uh, something he allegedly did uh, as a candidate, not as a president. And what will happen, this is a cover for all of the things that he's not doing to keep the rest of the citizens safe. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's not protecting communities, but he's going after Trump. And you're right. I think it's going to elevate Trump. We're going to continue your calls. 
It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes, where we honor the great members of the military and also their families, a really beautiful story coming from Riviera Beach, Florida, a nice sunny place, where a senior history class at Suncoast Community High School raised $15,000 for the Honor Flight Network, which serves military veterans worldwide and brings them to Washington, D.C. to see the monuments to many of their comrades. Now, the students presented a $15,000 check to World War II D-Day veteran Carmen Yanata, who previously flew on an honor flight and now serves as the nonprofit's ambassador for the region. By the way, at 98 years old, Carmen Yanata still works at Home Depot. Bravo to him. And he could not have been more thrilled to meet with the students as they presented their generous donation that means so much to him and so many other veterans. He responded by saying, to be able to raise money for this great mission, uh, I am so honored, so privileged, I feel blessed. Uh, on these honor flights, by the way, World War II, Korean War, Vietnam War vets, and others are flown to Washington, D.C., free of charge, to visit the different monuments, as I mentioned, remember to the fallen and also share experiences with other veterans and also with students. Because as Yanata aptly said, it is so important that younger people are able to listen to veterans like us to understand our sacrifice. How beautiful. By the way, this honor flight is going to be taking place on April 15th. And bravo to our great military and how nice that they're passing on these lessons to future generations. Well, by the way, big news that came out overseas today. And I think I my first thought was, why did it take them so long on this? Uh, the International Criminal Court came down with a stunning announcement, a very powerful announcement against Vladimir Putin. Take a listen to the announcement just a little bit ago. Today, 17th of March 2023, the International Criminal Court has issued two warrants of arrest in the Ukraine situation. For Vladimir Putin, President of the Russian Federation, and for Maria Lvova-Belova, Commissioner of the Russian President for Children's Rights, for the alleged war crimes of deportation of children from Ukrainian-occupied territories into the Russian Federation. And what they're essentially saying is that now Vladimir Putin is officially a war criminal, he really can't travel outside of Russia without potentially being arrested. And it's tied to 16,000, they say, young kids that were taken from Ukraine and brought to basically detention camps in Russia. This isn't even for Bucha. Remember that horrible scene of butchery that took place and the rapes and tortures and all that stuff? It's not even for that. They say that this almost equates to what happened in World War II with the Jews. Remember when they took them, took them to detention camps? And they say that 16,000 kids have been taken, mostly from the south and the eastern region, forced into camps in Russia for sort of like an indoctrination, a re-education program, if you will, not to be returned, not to be heard from. Only of that batch, they said about 300 of them have been returned. So that is a stunning number in the middle of war, all these young kids being taken 
and basically never to be heard from again. And they believe that they are in detention centers on the other side in Russian territory. A really shocking ordeal. And there'll probably be a lot more coming because you can imagine what happened in Bucha and elsewhere, that there will be more counts against him. But you think about what happened. Slobodan Milosevic, by the way, remember this whole thing? He's probably thinking about it. This was a, a Russian-allied leader. Slobodan Milosevic was head of the former Yugoslavia. And he was ultimately, same thing. They had basically, you know, a warrant on his head. And suddenly his own people decided to arrest him within his country. He wasn't traveling because he knew if he stepped outside, he would be arrested. So instead, finally, they rose up within the country. They arrested him. They brought him to The Hague. And he ultimately was charged with war crimes. He called me from The Hague. He did a very famous call where he called me from his prison cell. He snuck out of his prison cell and called me and explained why he committed the horrible atrocities. There's no excuse for that. I grilled him. But he was actually taken by his own people. So who knows? Maybe this raises the ante that somebody maybe internally in Russia goes after Vladimir Putin. We will see. But also, this is what a foreign affairs specialist, Mary Dejevsky, had to say that this may really resonate within Russia. Maybe there might be somebody who rises up just like what they did with Milosevic. Take a listen, because this may be the beginning of the end of Putin. We'll see. Putin, who is already um, a pariah across the West, um, this is not going to help. And Russia actually, you know, it, it knows that it's in very big PR trouble across the West, although it has, if not allies, then these people who've been uh, relatively neutral at the UN. But Russia generally um, being being singled out um, for, um, for, as it were, international indiscretions of this kind of institutions. So um, I think even as they belittle it, it's something that will actually hit home. Wow. So bad PR, and that could resonate at home. Well, speaking of PR, President Trump is going on a PR offensive. And you can bet, I I think this weekend we're probably going to hear lots of stuff on Truth Social from him and his attorneys, because now preparations are being made for Alvin Bragg to go after President Trump. Again, this is a guy who repeat offenders seem to have cakewalks. And yet, if the last name is Trump, it looks like he is coming down with what could be a potential felony indictment or a misdemeanor, most likely a felony. And if that's the case, technically, it could be up to four years behind bars. And you know that mugshot once he gets arrested? It's going to be everywhere. You can, you can just see it. MSNBC is going to be like, they're going to get rid of the open for the Joy Reid show. It'll be like, forget showing a picture of Joy Reid. It'll be like, and here's Trump behind bars. And here's Trump in the jumpsuit. Here's Trump. You can just see it. That This is what's coming. And this very well may come as early as next week. So as we're talking about all these other things, look how long it took to go after Vladimir Putin. Based on what I saw in Bucha and all those other things, that would have taken, you know, uh, two minutes. And yet Alvin Bragg, when he heard, gosh, maybe I can find something on Trump. It's like it was like laser focused on President Trump. Forget everything else. Forget anything much more serious. No, nothing else more serious is happening in the world. We got to get Trump. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Juliana, line seven. Juliana, your thoughts. Yes, I'm still wondering if I am living in America. 
It seems that America has now become a third world country. It's a disgrace what they're doing to this man, regardless you love him or hate him. You know, look Juliana, Juliana, I agree. In, in, look at all the things in New York City. I live in Rockland, and when I come to the city, in no time, I want to come out and come right back up in Rockland. The, look at New York City. Look, days, every day, someone get killed, robbed, beaten. And you want to tell me that Brad, whoever is behind him, and Letitia James, I would love to ask them one question. How do they sleep at night? If they think what they're doing and whatever money and corruption is behind what you're doing, where is it going to get them in the long run? Because when you dig a hole, you're supposed to dig one for yourself. Have you ever heard of that saying? When I, you dig a hole, I have. dig two. One for yourself and one for the person who you want to fall in it. This is too much. I don't know how this man gets up every day and finds the strength ever since that infamous walk down his escalator. Love him or hate him. This is not America anymore. It's a total disgrace and taxpayers should be up in arms. Money wasting left, right and center. Six going on seven years after this man. What is happening to this country? You know what, Juliana, I feel your pain too. And you're right. It is a disgrace. And every taxpayer, you hit it on the head when you said love them or hate them, because the justice system is supposed to protect everybody, even people that you really don't like. And in fact, that's really the barometer, because if you don't like somebody, you need to step out and say, just let's look at the set of facts. And as we see them here, this looks to me like they can't stand Trump and they're trying to create a crime. And that's what it looks like. To even some liberal commentators have come out and said, this looks like a stretch. I mean, there's some people who like seem to kind of always like go after Trump and always criticize him. Yet in this case, they've come out and actually said on the record, they've been interviewed and they've said, you know what? This just doesn't smell right. This seems to be fishy. This seems to be inflated. This seems to be uh, an exaggerated charge. And you know, it's bad when they say that. And you're right. It makes me wonder. Uh, the values of America. It is supposed to be justice equally for everybody. And to me, it, it is shameful. What I'm seeing right now is shameful. And taxpayer money spent on this, as we're talking about what's going on in Russia, we're talking about what's going on with Hunter Biden. And all Alvin Bragg can do is focus on Donald Trump and a, you know, sort of like a technical issue that happened seven years ago. I mean, to me, this is pathetic. I I feel your pain, Julia, and I feel so angry uh, about the justice system. I never thought I would see such a political justice system in America. And to me, um, love them or hate them, uh, this is is not justice. And I 1,000% agree with you. you got to keep me posted, Julianne, how you feel as things develop. Make sure you call back. You're terrific. I love your passion. Oh, yes, I will. As an immigrant in this country, man, this is too disgraceful. Not even you find this in Jamaica. Bravo, bravo. I feel the same way, too. And and by the way, I think you'd probably get better justice in Russia, you know? Russia, Cuba, you name it. I mean, this is like, this is just stunning. It really is. It It is outrageous. Uh, Juliana, we love you. Thank you very much. Let's go to Jeff, line three in Forest Hills. Go ahead, Jeff, your thought. 
I read it. Yeah, for all the Trump supporters, you know, we love them. We stand by them. And this is just another last ploy, a last chance for them to knock them off the chair. And like everyone's been saying, that was a wonderful caller, Miss J, that just got off the phone. What a great woman. Yeah, what a beautiful soul. What a great soul. I love her. Oh, she gave me some energy, man. She really did. And you know what? It's, it's And we all feel that way. If you go by the courthouse, don't go down there to do anything stupid. You know what I mean? Just don't. Just like they're going to try to pin it January 6th. They're going to use anything they can now. The whole ramping it up, telling everybody how there's extra security. Why would they tell us there's extra security? Why would they tell us all this before the trial's coming? Because they want people to go down there and, you know, maybe act up. And if you get a two different crowds, start yelling against each other, yeah, you're going to have a little riot or a fight or something. Don't do any of that. That's exactly what they want. They want to try to make this man look like something he's not. But when it's Joe Biden's turn, I want to see him come down Fifth Avenue in handcuffs. I want to see a, a line of police cars and everything. Because this guy's probably going to – Trump's going to get off. This is, a, this is a BS charge, and it's going to get dropped. But to make such a big production of this, wait till Biden goes down and his whole family. And we got a front row seat, and I just get some popcorn and, and thank you and – Rita, we love you. You're awesome. Thank you, Jeff. Love you, too. Thank you so much. Um, let's go to Phil. Phil, thank you for waiting patiently, my friend. Go ahead. Boy, oh, boy. I thought I was going to die of old age. No, Listen, you know what? You know what we do, Phil? We save the best for last. That's what we do. Yeah, I bet you do. And then you cut me off when I'm half completed. Anyway, the point, <laughs> the three points, very simply, the first point is that the feds went after Trump on the same charge and the DOJ refused they refuse to prosecute. Okay, that's one. So there's a precedent set. Number two, if they're going to pick up 12 jurors, I guarantee you if even one juror says no, the case is out. The, the, the other point is that the, the court can offer two options to Trump. They can either find him, well, actually three, either that it's a, mis, a misdemeanor or maybe a, an e-felony. Because it's the first time. The guy's got no record. Okay, not that we know of. There's no record. Uh, so he could probably get probation. He could probably get two years probation. And I, I can guarantee you this guy, Tacopina, is very, very good. I've heard tremendously great things about him. He can get it set down. And even if Trump is convicted, he can go to the appellate court of the state of New York. And if that doesn't work, he goes to the U.S. Court of Appeal. And if that doesn't work, he winds up in before the, uh, the the highest court of the land, the Supreme Court of the United States. Right, but that's the, a long time, bottom, Phil. Phil, line, hang on, Phil. Bottom. Hold on, Phil. Hold on. But that's a long time before it gets there. And is that fair to drag a president or a, a former president and a presidential candidate through it and the American public and our taxpayer dollars? I, I mean, I hear you at the end. It may get thrown out. Uh, but why drag somebody through it and why drag America through it? Go ahead phone with these characters hey phil you there i think we lost you no i'm still here oh don't go ahead go ahead yep go ahead you don't allow you you spend you spend 10 minutes on the phone with so-and-so and and i get hey phil hey phil 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 please stop complaining it's friday night and it's saint patrick's day i always let you you call in and i give you time and i will give you uh another second here oops i think we just lost you there unfortunately phil but call back we love you, and we appreciate you. And we're going to continue your calls, everybody, Phil and everybody else, 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show.
to Love Train with Stan, Teddy, Phil tonight. There's a lot of love flowing, and it seems like there's a lot of uh, green alcohol flowing somewhere. It is St. Patty's Day for a few more minutes, so I hope all of you enjoyed it and had a great, great day. I love being with all of you. And we are talking about something obviously really serious because it looks like President Trump could be indicted as early as next week. And by the way, Trump, I don't think is surprised, nor is his legal team, because guess what? It's New York. It's Alvin Bragg. And it's the Democrats. This is what Trump said not that long ago. Our country has become the investigation capital of the world. Actually, that's all we do. And it's only good for our many enemies, our enemies that are laughing at us all over the world. They could not be happier as they brilliantly plot our demise and destruction. We have to get back to making America great again. Yeah, and as he's rising in the poll, it looks like uh, Alvin Bragg is trying to rise the charges against him. 1-800-8489-222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Let's go to Larry, Line 7. Larry, your thoughts about this? Yeah, Rita, I wanted, as I was explaining to Dominic yesterday, this is not about what Trump did, but about who Trump is. It's identity politics. And it's not only Alvin Bragg, it's Letitia James. Letitia James happens to be Alvin Bragg's boss. She's the top attorney in the state of New York. She has control. She can't fire Bragg, but she could probably recommend his his discipline to the governor. She's the top attorney, and she ran on the platform of get white Get the white guy, okay? Now this is unfortunate. Or, or, or Larry, but Larry, not just that. Get, get somebody named Trump. I mean that. And, and the one thing, Larry, you bring up a point. Well, Letitia James definitely probably had uh, some input in this, whether she'll ever admit it or not. I would assume they would have conferred. I would assume. Um, but also, by the way, DOJ too in Washington. So there are a lot of people that probably were pulled in. But, but what you feel like? See, I contend, Larry. Um, it's not a race issue. It's uh, they just don't like Trump. Anything they could do to knock out Trump, um, because if you substitute it for, you know, for a Biden, if this was Biden and maybe if it was, you know, not such a boisterous Republican that's larger than life um, and that's rising in the polls. If this was Nikki Haley, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't go after her. You know, um, if it was, you know, uh, one of the other candidates, you know, they wouldn't go after them. It's because the last name is Trump. I think it's a Trumpitis instead. Go ahead. Your thoughts. Rita, your mitigated reality is only going to hurt the Republican parties, no less than the rhinos. Yes, of course it's Trump because he's a, he's the white. He is a restoration. He represents a restoration to the old white, white man order. Don't forget, he came on the heels of the first black president. The reaction to Trump was because of the fact that Obama was president. Of course, they're not going to do the same thing to a white woman because she's a woman. It has to do with the white man. Don't you understand? This is a racial. I I disagree because I think if it was a white Democrat, uh, they wouldn't do it. So that's why I'm saying to you, I think it's they there is something about Trump. They can't stand him. They know he's a renegade. Uh, He bucks the system. Uh, he's got ardent support. He still has like diehard supporters and they don't like it. They have tried to go after this guy every which way but loose and he keeps going and keeps fighting. And in fact, at CPAC, his line was, I am your warrior and I will be your retribution. Can you imagine? Um, uh, but Lair, I, I hear what you're saying. I think that though this is more of a Trump-itis that they can't stand Trump 
And I think even a white, a lower ranking white male Republican, I, I don't think they'd be going after him as much unless it was a high profile one. They're just trying to knock the high profile ones that they consider the biggest threats. Uh, but I appreciate your points, Lair. As always, let's go to Mike in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Go ahead, my friend. My head is spinning, Rita, you know, with all these people. And, you know, hey, hey, Stan and all the others, get a chunk of cheese with your wine. And the last guy he just called, get a chunk of cheese with your wine. Okay? Stop whining. And Hunter, you know, I said it before. I'll say it again. Hunter and Joe Biden. And Hunter could be hiding in plain sight at the White House. And now Donald Trump, you know, could get a subpoena and this and that. Millions upon millions from China they stole. And Joe Biden, what are you going to do, Joe? You're going to go hide too, or you're going to put on your sunglasses and put on a, uh, you know, a brave face? Are you kidding me? I don't recognize my country anymore, Rita. And you know what? That is a sad thing. And I hear you, Mike. I mean, the disparity, as you just laid out so eloquently, my friend, is a big old neon sign. And I 1,000% agree with you. Look at the money from Hunter, and then look at this case. And we may see, sadly, history happen next week. And to me, it is a travesty. Everybody have a great weekend, though, and I'll talk to you Monday night.